All right. Uh, well, welcome. If you are a subscriber to the Shifting Schools podcast, you're probably wondering why this random episode <laughs> showed up in your feed. Uh, Trisha and I don't have a script, but we just wanted to record. And you being our loyal community, we wanted to get you involved in some of the updates that have been going on. So this is an update episode about updates around Shifting Schools uh, and just really are trying to figure out and get some feedback from you around Shifting Schools. We've got a lot of great updates that we want to talk about. And we thought we would involve our community as well and get your feedback. So Trisha, let's first talk about maybe the the biggest visual update uh, of all is we've reworked the front of our website to really be focused on the podcast. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what we were kind of going through when we did that? Yeah, you know, Jeff, I, I should say that when we are making revisions like this, it is because we get feedback. So listeners, if you're thinking, Jeff and Trisha are always saying like, you know, email them or reach out on social media, uh, but does anything really happen? Every single one of those emails is always responded to. And folks were telling us, hey, when I hear you referring to the show or referring to a free guide, um, I couldn't find it. So we really wanted to take out the mystery behind how you can find the podcast, how you can maybe subscribe to it in a different podcast player if you changed your phone or you wanted to try a different podcast player. Um, all of those are linked really easily. The homepage looks a little bit different now. People were also saying, okay, I hear you talking about the free weekly newsletter on the podcast. I went to the homepage, I couldn't find it. So we changed that as well. So when you head over to shiftingschools.com, getting to the free guides is just one click away now. I think, Jeff, it used to be two, yeah. but we're busy people, right? So sometimes that <laughs> second click, it can just be a little bit too much. Um, the podcast is right there on the homepage. And Jeff, um, my my favorite new feature that's there on the homepage as well. I I I think you get to tell people about it. It's I, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm going to be quiet though and just listen to you talk more about it. Yeah. So uh, Trisha, of course, is always trying to find ways to involve the community. I mean, we always are trying to find ways to involve the community. But Trisha came across this uh, website that's called podinabox.com. And I don't know if any of our listeners have used it with other podcasts, uh, but we just got it set up. So it's podinabox.com slash shifting schools pod. So if you go to podinabox.com slash shifting schools pod, you can now leave us. It's a very simple, a simple website. You know what? One thing I, I love is when things are simple, they do one thing and they do them really well. Whenever I'm looking for technology to use with schools, to use with students, I want Simple technology that does one thing really well. And that's what this website does. You go to the website, you click on the little red button that says record, and you get to leave us an audio comment. Uh, and, you know, we'd love to get your feedback. So, A, nobody's left a comment yet. Our, part of us doing this episode is, does this work? We don't know. <laughs> so, uh, if you could go over there and leave us a comment and just say, hey, Jeff and Trisha, it works. That would be great. Uh, if you have feedback on any one of our episodes, things that you like, things that you don't like about the podcast, how can we make this resource better for you? This is a place for you to be able to reach out. Of course, you can always email us at info at shiftingschools.com, but it's always great also to get your voice involved. So much more feeling and expression comes through uh, 
uh, through audio, which is one of the reasons why we love podcasts. So if you could head over there again, and there's a button right on the homepage. Uh, when we were reworking the, the homepage, Trisha was very adamant that there was a button uh, over to pod in a box, uh, our pod in the box page. So people could actually uh, leave us voice recording. So if you could head over there and we'll make sure it's in the show notes of this uh, update episode. But uh, again, if you go to shiftingschools.com, you can click on the red button there uh, and leave us a little uh, voice memo. That would be awesome. Also, yeah, on the we front wanted page, to. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, you know, Jeff, you and I, I think, really believe it's so important to leverage the experience of educators, right? We often don't see educators getting enough credit. And so I'm thinking of this week's episode with Jennifer Lagarde. Some of you know her as the library girl. She walked through why when we're talking about social emotional learning, we have to talk about information literacy as well. And we know that there are hundreds of educators who are out there listening and thinking, we're doing that work at our school. Jeff and I would love to hear about it. So that's the perfect example of, you want to share the story of how your school is intersecting SEL and information lit? Head to shiftingschools.com, that red microphone button. It's like a half scroll down on the page. <laughs> Click it. Let us know what you're doing. Um, you know, ag again, we would love, love, love to leverage your experience to help you tell the story um, of how these important topics, how they're happening at your campus too. Yeah. And the other thing I think you'll find over there on the homepage, and we weren't very clear on this before, uh, was just all the places we are on social. And so again, right underneath that red button where you can leave us an audio comment, uh, you can also follow us on on hopefully the social network that you you are using for your own professional growth. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, Twitter has been kind of the main one that we started with. And whenever I'm working with schools and working with businesses, we always start with one social network and then you kind of expand from there, kind of get your feet wet, start building your community and expand from there. And, that, and that's the same thing we've done at Shifting Schools as well. You can do that as a classroom teacher. What's the one social network you wanna start with uh, with your students and you can expand from there. So we kind of started with Twitter and and we've extended out now. We've now, uh, if you're on Instagram, you can follow us at, at Shifting Schools and at Shifting Schools Pod. Uh, and we've started getting into TikTok. Uh, I think Trisha and I both, I remember that meeting, Trisha, the little behind the scenes here. Trisha and I were having a meeting. We're like, do we really want to do TikTok? Are we are we too old for TikTok? What's going to go on in TikTok? How, how do you make a TikTok? Um and so we've kind of been really focused on that. If you are a teacher on TikTok, uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, you can follow us at Shifting Schools Pod as well. And Trisha, you were just just sent me literally before we started recording this New York Times article on how Gen Z uses TikTok as a search engine. You want to talk about that a little bit? I do. Yeah, Jeff, you know, when you and I were debating whether or not we should take the plunge and try out TikTok for ourselves, um, you know, we have always advocated that tools that our students are tinkering with, we need to familiarize ourselves with them. I think it's important for us to experience what's going on with that algorithm. What are some of the creative out outputs there? What is it going to mean? I mean, TikTok is a gigantic industry now. When I'm thinking about writing skills, I, I think, honestly, I don't know how useful it is anymore to be really just solely focusing on the essay. What might it mean instead if I'm having my learners focus on what does it mean to write 
a 15-second TikTok script, right? And thinking about the media that they engage with, the media that's creating a lot of different career pathways. Um, And so just this week, Kaylee Huang has published this incredible piece in the New York Times. We'll link to it in the show notes. It's called For Gen Z, TikTok is the New Search Engine. And it walks through the ways that, again, those of you who have young people in your life, they're probably already telling you they're doing research in that space. And if you hear that and you scoff, Jeff, I will say, you know, the thing that I've taken away from our experiment with TikTok is how much I've appreciated learning from what librarians are doing in that space. Like book talk is amazing. So, you know, I find myself too doing research, like what's the book that I'm going to read next? I'm finding myself in that space as a researcher as well. So um, I know that sometimes we can be dismissive of social media, but I think it's really important that we consider playing around with it, see what's going on in that space, because there are some amazing conversations, some amazing folks to follow. Um, And if you're listening to this and nodding along, and there's someone who you are learning a lot from on TikTok head over to shiftingschools.com, hit that red button, tell us who you appreciate following. um, And again, how you're seeing that becoming and evolving as a space for learning, because it is. um, And it's interesting to talk, I think, to teens in our life about how they're using it in that regard too. Yeah. And I mean, this matches up with so much that uh, is the ethos of shifting schools, you know, ethos number one, preparing students for their future, not our past. And whether or not you like TikTok, you are an educator. It's not your job to say, oh, I only like Facebook or I only like Instagram. That's no, we have to put ourselves in our students' shoes and for better or for worse, the kids are headed to TikTok. I'm not saying you have to go over there and spend hours and hours a day. I'm not even saying you have to post a TikTok, but you need to know it exists. You need to understand what's going on over there so that you can be relevant for our students and their future. That's number one. Number two, uh, one of our ethos at Shifting Schools is fail fast, fail loud. Uh, And we do a lot of failing. Uh, Maybe we're not always transparent about it. And if you'd like to hear more about the failings we've had, please do leave us a uh, voice comment uh, and we will let you know that. But if you want to see a company who and, and people struggling in a new social network and laugh and watch us evolve, that might be another reason to go watch the Shifting Schools Pod TikTok account. We're trying multiple different things. Some things we're trying to get traction on, some things aren't. Uh, Trisha just got done talking about book talks. Trisha, you've been playing around with different filters, different ways to do book talks because you read so many books. and so you've been playing around with that. And, you know, at the same time, you've mixing in TikToks of your puppy and why are TikToks of your puppy getting more views than TikToks of your, like, we're trying to figure it out. So if you, if you just want to watch a couple of old folks, for lack of a better term, try to figure out a new technology, you might want to just follow our individual accounts as well. Uh, you can find Trisha at Trisha underscore Freed, which is this, her same as her Twitter account, correct? It's the same as That's your Twitter right. account. Uh, and I'm uh, at Jeff Udick over there. I'm posting all kinds of random stuff because I don't know what I'm doing yet. But that's what happens when you start learning, right? You get into a space, you figure it out, and you start to build from there. Uh, and so it might be if you just want to watch us figure out a space. They're not the best polished videos. They're not even the best edited videos because we're just 
figuring it out uh, for ourselves and, and for shifting schools. And so it might just be another great way to to follow us to be like, oh, look, look at look at how they're streamlining this part or they're, they're no longer making those mistakes or their audio is getting better or the videos are getting better or they're getting close condensed or they're getting longer depending on, on what's going on. So it might be just from a research standpoint, it might be worth giving us a, a follow just to see what the heck we're doing over there as we, we there's no dancing. Well. If, if, if you're worried about that, there's, we're not, we're not trying on any of the TikTok dances. Don't worry about no, that. We're but not doing, yeah. you know, Jeff, I, I think yet, about the, yet. Uh, yet, we're not dancing yet. yet. Yeah. Maybe we will. Yes. Um, thank you for pointing that out. It could change. Um, but for our listeners who teach business or entrepreneurship, again, oh. I think the TikTok space is really interesting. Uh, you know, I really love independent bookstores. So there is a whole, gigantic uh, field of independent bookstores who are on TikTok who are doing really interesting things. I could see that being a, a great conversation to have with teens as well to look at how that social media space is being leveraged for them. And again, to talk about how marketing, how the voice of marketing changes you know, comparing how a bookstore perhaps markets their materials on TikTok versus how they might do it on Twitter, which as you mm. mentioned, Jeff, like slightly older demographic versus try to find some of their their print stuff or look at their website. Um, again, I think when we talk about teaching writing and we're talking about teaching writing for context, toggling between different social media networks is really interesting to see. You know, even we mentioned the New York Times piece Look at how the New York Times communicates on TikTok versus how they do it maybe via one of their podcasts. Great idea. Um, and, and again, looking at how they are trying to appeal to different audiences. And if you are a teacher and you're sitting here listening to this saying, why are they going on about TikTok? I don't need another social network. I hate that. I hate that thing. I don't get it. I don't want to. Okay, don't. That, that's 100% fine you know, follow us on Instagram or whatever social media that you want to follow us on. There's plenty of different places to do it, but here's what you need to understand. Genres have changed. When I was in school, we wrote, you know, persuasive and narrative and ex expository. There are different genres for this generation. When we're talking about preparing students for their future, not our past, how do we bring those different genres? You do not need to have your students post their assignment to TikTok. But you could use TikTok as a genre to say, what if you gave me a book talk in the genre of TikTok? What if you did a book talk in the genre of Instagram? What would that look like? Use it as a genre that, that students then have to be, they have to put themselves in that space and to your point, you could go look at how does the New York Times use their website, their digital newspaper versus how they use TikTok, how they use Instagram, how they use Twitter. And we're just using the New York Times because we talked about that article. But you could do this with any one of these products and start thinking about it's a genre. It's not a website. Don't think of it as social. It's a genre. It's short video clips that constantly are playing over and over and over again. That's a new genre. And we have to bring that into our classroom. We have to help kids understand. And what happens if it motivates kids to do their, do their work? What a nice extra added bonus because we're actually speaking the language of a generation. 
So I think there's just a lot here that, that we can unpack and we can keep unpacking. If that is something you want to unpack more on this podcast, again, head over to shiftingschools.com, leave us an audio memo and say, I'd love more ideas of how to do that in my classroom. That's what we're about here. We're here for you. Uh, we just had an email. Uh, I, I'd love to talk about this. We had an email about two weeks ago uh, from a listener who said, I'd love to learn more about schools who are doing cool things with social media. We said, fantastic. And Trisha, what do we have coming up for them? We're going to have a panel coming up where, again, we've reached out. Um, we asked folks, point us to some of uh, you know your, your favorite uh, members of, of your team who are leveraging social media on the marketing side. So we, we will have them actually speak and we'll be sure to link to that school social media so that you can be looking at it. And again, if you teach business or entrepreneurship, what an interesting lesson to do in terms of looking at different schools, looking at the ways in which you know you, you teach ethos, logos, pathos. Filter it through how schools are um, telling their story. You know, if you if you have juniors or seniors, grade eleven, grade twelve students, maybe do that with universities and colleges. Um, you know, I, I think it's it would be rare for a university or a college today not to be on TikTok look at how are they trying to connect with students, break down some of the advertising that they're I doing. And, that. you know, Jeff, to your point about asking students, again, maybe you're creating a TikTok video uh, that summarizes a recent assessment. Jeff, as you said, no, it doesn't have to be posted on TikTok, right? We're looking at that as a genre. For those of you who maybe are using Canva, which again is free for schools to use. Canva has TikTok templates. So yeah, students could actually go there. there, create a TikTok video in that style that's there. And then, you know, it's submitted to your LMS, right? We're not talking about necessarily having to have kids be on the app in the class. Um, but, you know, I'm thinking, Jeff, we're what, I think 49 or 50 days away from midterm elections in the US. Look at if you're teaching civics look at what different politicians are doing with social media. That's a really interesting thing to be talking about as well. When we're talking about the art of persuasion or we're talking about communication, um, breaking down even a 60-second TikTok video, that's going to be a lengthy conversation. And I think, to me, the most important thing is we're teaching our students to be critical consumers of the media that's the most authentic to them, Right. right. Um, many of our students are in that space. Who's helping them think critically about how they engage with the content in that space? Yeah. So there's just a, a, a lot to unpack here. And we just wanted to take a moment in this update episode to talk about some of the updates that we're working on over at Shifting Schools. We have one last update that I want to talk about. You should hopefully be seeing this pop up in your podcast player soon but we have gone in and we've restructured our artwork for the podcast. For those of you who've uh, been longtime subscribers to the podcast, you know, it's just been a white background that said uh, shifting schools or shifting our schools. We've taken the hour out trying again to streamline things. So we're just calling it shifting schools podcast and we've got new artwork. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to give it away, but hopefully you see that pop up. And again, we'd love to get some feedback on that. Does it work for you? Do you understand what you're going to get when you see that artwork? Uh, and we're we're really good at taking feedback because we we fail we fail fast, fail loud all the time around here. So uh, if everybody comes back and says that's really horrible, we have no problem changing it again. 
it's not, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not married to it for, you know, a year or something like that, but, uh, we would love to get your feedback on it. It should be popping up in your, it might take a week or two to, to get to all the players. And also if you are uh, in a player, if you have a podcast player that you like, and you're not being able to find, uh, the shifting schools podcast, please do let us know. I do believe we are everywhere, but podcasting is becoming so popular and there are so many different players out there. We might not be in one of your favorites. So, uh, we're, we can always do that. That's, that's something we can do on our end as well. So, um, but just a lot of great updates. You might want to head over to shifting schools. Again, you will make Trisha's day. If you really want to just make Trisha's day, leave us an audio recording over there. Uh, and, and a, let us know it works and B give us, give us a shout out about something that, that you're learning. Again, I think this is also a great time to be talking about this with uh, this week's episode, all about that intersection of SEL and, uh, information literacy. If you haven't listened to this week's episode, I think it's worth a listen at least two or three times. There's, there's a ton of stuff in there. Well, Jeff, I think just to make it a bit more appetizing to get folks to try out that new feature of leaving us a voicemail, I think the first 10 people who leave us a voicemail um, might get a little surprise. Is that fair to say, Jeff? Well, I don't know. You just sprung this on me while we're live recording. <laughs> I surprised so I you as well. About. Yeah, you surprised me as well. What, what are we going to give them? What, what do you think? I think actually, you know, we're talking about the power of media, both being consumers. We always advocate for being creators. We do have a great self-paced pathway that is all about getting started with podcasts. Jeff, you and I have both done podcasting with students. It is probably one of the most one of the, the most meaningful learning experiences I've been a part of. Again, is empowering students to collaborate. We're talking about different skills in terms of being a modern day writer. Producing a podcast together as a group of students, that collaborative writing experience where they have an authentic audience, it's amazing. So I think maybe for the first few people who reach out to us and send us that voicemail, what do you think, Jeff? Can we give them that self-paced pathway on launching a podcast on the house? Sure. What, what, <laughs> what the heck? It doesn't matter. How many? How many? The first, do you want to do the first 10? That sounds good to me. Yep. First 10 people who leave us an audio recording over there on podinabox.com slash shifting schools pod, or again, go to shifting schools.com, go down and click on that maroon button. 10 first 10 people are going to get the free pathway all about podcasting. And you can hear more about what's in that pathway and some of the other free guide stuff at the webinar we just finished today as well over uh, anywhere on the social medias uh, over to youtube.com. You can find us over there now uh, and check out that free webinar where we go through some of that stuff. So, all right, Trisha, you got me on that one. Uh, and I don't know, maybe there's going to be a free guide. I'll get you back. How about this? Maybe there's a free guide coming out soon around uh I don't know, five ways to use TikTok in the classroom. I mean, maybe we could make one of those to put in the free uh, free resource webinar or free resource center as well. So maybe- That sounds that fair. <laughs> that sounds fair. All right, we better wrap up the conversation because right. I've got to get to work right. on that then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. Uh, hope you've enjoyed this. Just a quick update episode, little bonus here for you. Uh, until next time, we'll see you on the network.